Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'll get to the news here in just a minute. But welcome, welcome. Uh, some of you are stepping out. I am on Wednesday headed out for some Christmas vacation, so we'll be loose with the phones today and tomorrow. Uh, so you can you can shape the show before we head out. And then, uh, well, I'll save the big news for when we come back from Christmas break. So the phone number here, 877-973-7425, should you wish to be on the program. Uh, you can also text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. If you want to get the show notes, the live stream, the podcast, uh, follow me on social media. You probably should be following me on social media. You should text Eric to 33777 because even though I'm on vacation, I, I can never get away. I'm a workaholic. I love my job. Uh, and so um, you can you you can, you can can get all that. I... Wow. Um, wasn't expecting to do this. We have to begin with what is apparently the biggest news of the day. No, no, it's it's not me. Let me pull out my phone here just so you can see it's not me. So I've got a breaking news alert from CNN. There's one from the New York Times. There's one from the Wall Street Journal, one from Bloomberg, one from the Associated Press, one from Reuters. One from the Washington Post. Uh, I got push alerts from every major media outlet. The Pope has decided to bless same-sex relationships, according to the press. Let me pull up one of these again so you can get it. Uh, Pope Francis formally permits Roman Catholic priests to bless same-sex couples in major shift in Vatican doctrine, says CNN. Uh, New York Times, Pope Francis is letting priests bless same-sex couples, a major step in his effort to make the church more welcoming to LGBTQ Catholics. Where's the plus, you bigots? There's no plus at the end of LGBTQ. So exclusionary, the New York Times. Um, if, folks, uh, this isn't actually what happened. Uh, in fact, uh, if you actually read the document, it says um, that I irregular unions may not receive uh, blessings of the unions. Um, yeah. So what's going on here? Uh, let, let me, let me, where's the 39th? In any case, precisely to avoid any form of confusion or scandal. When the prayer of blessing is requested by a couple in an irregular situation, even though it expressed outside the rites prescribed by the liturgical books, the blessing should never be imparted in concurrence with the ceremonies of a civil union and not even in connection with them, nor can it be performed with any clothing, gestures, or words that are proper to a wedding. The same applies when the blessing is requested by a same-sex couple. Such a blessing may instead find its place in other contexts, such as a visit to a shrine, a meeting with a priest, a prayer recited in a group, or during a pilgrimage. 
Indeed, though these blessings that are given not through the ritual forms proper to any liturgy, but as an expression of the church's maternal heart, similar to those that emanate from the core of popular piety, there's no intention to legitimize anything, but rather to open one's life to God, ask for his help to live better, and also to invoke the Holy Spirit so that the values of the gospel may be lived in greater fullness. In other words, there is no same-sex blessing for uh, for gay relationships. Uh, in the Catholic Church, I'm not Catholic, I'm Presbyterian, grew up Southern Baptist. In the Catholic Church, you can ask a priest to bless you. The priest gives you a blessing. Um, those blessings can't be formal liturgical blessings uh, for a same-sex relationship. And the purpose of the blessing by reading the document, it's to call people to repentance by inviting the Holy Spirit into their lives. Uh, the church affirms marriages between a man and a woman, and that will not change. In the same document, it's very clear. Now, here's the point, though. Clearly, there was some pre-gaming to release all of this, and clearly the Pope is relying on a lot of ambiguity. In fact, that ambiguity, one of the, the biggest progressives in the Catholic Church, a Jesuit um, priest named James Martin, uh, says that this is a major step forward in the church's ministry to LGBTQ people and recognizes the deep desire in many Catholic same-sex couples for God's presence in their loving relationships. It's a marked shift from the conclusion God does not and cannot bless sin from just two years ago. The devil thrives in ambiguity, people, and apparently the Pope does too. And I don't mean to offend you if you're Catholic, but the Pope continues to do the, these um, statements that allow ambiguity to fester uh, that others then take advantage of to push their own agenda. Uh, and and it's the ambiguity that's the problem. Uh, just like you have ambiguity, ambiguous statements that are taken advantage of in the Bible, um, they should know better. There was no reason for the statement. There was no reason to do this, which is why the media is able, because the statement exists, to say, ah, there's movement in the Vatican. Well, it, it's very clearly not in favor of same-sex marriage, but it's very clearly allowing something to happen beyond otherwise. There was no reason for the document to be promulgated. The fact that it was suggest that uh, the Pope is open to change, even though the document, if you read the details, he's really not. He's making clear that same-sex couples can get some sort of blessing, but it's not a, a it's not a blessing of their relationship. It's 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 a mess, is what the statement is. And the ambiguity will fester, allowing all sides to come to some conclusion until um, one side gets too bold. And that's the problem here. The ambiguity is the problem. The need to release the statement was the problem. But if you actually read the statement, the statement's very clear that there is the church is not changing uh, its position on marriage. The whole thing's a mess. My friends who are traditionally Catholic are saying this doesn't do anything. My friends who are liberal Catholics are saying this is great. Uh, the fact that there is uh, this ambiguity walked into and invited into by the Pope is a problem. And that's all I need to say on that. But the bottom line here is that the actual document makes clear that same-sex relationships will not be blessed but same-sex couples can receive some blessing, but it's not a blessing of the relationship. Do you understand? Probably not. I think that's the point.
we can move on now. That is a, um, I mean, that's the big story. These are the big push alerts. Now, the other big story of the day, man, you got to watch the euphemisms. Uh, it, it, it came Friday, except <laughs> how do you even talk about it? So we need to talk about an insurrection, um, definitely erect, uh, Friday night, the daily caller released the video of a young democratic staffer from Senator Cardin's office, um, on the receiving end of a sexual act in the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing room. Here, here, honestly, it's what's going on. Nobody wants to talk about it this way. I, your fearless host, will talk about it in the way it must be talked about. This is the Senate Judiciary Committee chambers that oversaw the hearings of Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Cody Barrett that led to the end of Roe v. Wade in the United States Senate where you had these groups of people, including the brain biblical donkey and the bison helmet going into the Senate chambers in the in the minds of the woke intersectionalists. There's no better way to re-sanctify the temple of democracy than performing a different sort of insurrection than the insurrection that happened. They got to, they got to purge everything by, well, performing a sexual act between two dudes in the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee. They're, they're sanctifying, re-sanctifying the temple of democracy in the most woke intersectional way possible. Now, the kid's been fired. His first stab at a... <laughs> that joke's right themselves. His, his, um, his comeback to, to what happened was that he respects his office. He, he loves to be the works for. He would never disrespect the office. The fact that he doesn't think that that in and of itself is disrespectful kind of tells you everything you need to know about this kid. This kid also... Last week, yelled at a Republican congressman who was giving a uh, pro-Israel interview yelling free Palestine at the guy. The kid's got some issues. He's a clear woke intersectionalist. Oh, my. Um, let's be clear about a couple of things here. Several things. I won't say couple because that implies two. But one, you know... And I know this isn't the first time this sort of thing has happened in the Capitol. Two, where was the, why did it take a leak? So what happened is they put this up in some group chat. Someone leaked it from the group chat to Twitter. Someone saw it. And then it appeared at the Daily Caller. Henry Rogers, the, the reporter of the Daily Caller, um, sent it out everywhere. Every, every, everyone got to, to see it for themselves. You don't want to see it. You, you don't want to see it. Uh, uh, where was it? Where I mean, this didn't. I, I imagine didn't actually happen on Friday. How is it that the security people at the Capitol did not storm the room and shut it down? Were they watching? Um, were, were they going to sell it on the on on the dark web? Where was security? It seems like there's a a security issue here. Three. The absurdity of a 20-something staffer thinking this is something you can get, get away with. Oh, there is a – I don't know what it is with this particular generation of people, and every generation does something, but the entitlement mentality of some of these kids, 
I mean, we I I deal with it. My 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 kids and their friends in that demographic, they have enough sense to know not to do something like this. They would never do something like this. But some of these kids, particularly the woke intersectional mindset of some of these progressive kids, that they somehow feel entitled to do it, that there's nothing wrong with doing it, that that they're the the daring of doing it, and then their first response is, "I would never disrespect the office." Now, the punchline of all of this is apparently um, the the person on the, the backside giving in to however you want to talk about it. It's a climate change activist. <laughs> so you got a climate change activist in this woke progressive kid from Ben Cardin's office uh, contributing to to global warming and, and their, their, their carbon footprint and the heat being generated. Um it just it, it ruins that they need to do some carbon offsets. They're going to have to go plant a tree or something. Well, I, how, how can you even talk about it? Uh, they're, but they're going to have to do something to, to deal with the carbon emissions of what they did in the Senate Judiciary Chamber. If they're all a bunch of global warming activists and, and climate change kids and the progressive woke intersectional cult. But I do think they basically engaged in a different sort of in direction insurrection to deal with the insurrection of January 6th and by re-sanctifying the Senate. And I mean, the woke's going to give them a pass on that. They did the ultimate intersectional woke re-sanctification of the place that gave us a conservative Supreme Court. There's some sort of poetic irony in there, I guess, if you're on the left. And what's amazing here is actually not so much that someone got away with this, but the media has decided it was Republicans pounce. No, no, it wasn't the Republicans. No, no. NBC News says it's alleged by conservative outlets. There was no allegation. It is reality. The way the media wants to circle the wagons around this stuff, like the the woman, porn star woman who ran for uh, uh, the Virginia State Legislature in Virginia, she and her husband were on a porn website where you – videotape yourselves engaging in these depraved acts, and she cast herself as the victim that her private life was being exposed. No, she was charging people money. The only thing she's upset about is that someone apparently leaked it. She got caught doing what she was doing, making money. And she got cast as the victim, this kid getting cast as the victim by the media. It just goes to show you the media will defend any depravity of the left so long as they can find a way to blame the GOP. But I assure you, it was not the Republicans pouncing in the U.S. Senate chamber. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program? Happy to have you. Yeah, I, listen, just one more thing on this Vatican statement. Um, it, it, it does not allow the blessing of same-sex unions, but allows the blessing of the people in the same-sex union, which provides enough ambiguity to drive a a space shuttle through it. Um, It's kind of remarkable, just so you understand. Now, I mentioned the, the, um, well, the carbon output of the two dudes in the Senate chamber. I'll tell you what's worse, according to the Daily Mail. You can't make this stuff up. This is the actual tweet. Taylor Swift's whirlwind romance with soulmate Travis Kelsey has produced 138 tons of carbon dioxide emissions in three months. Yup. 
the singer will need to plant more than 2,200 trees to offset the damage. Why? Because she keeps flying on her private jet to go watch him play games. That's where we're headed, people. They're measuring commitments to relationships based on uh, CO2 emissions. It is well and truly a cult. It is well and truly a cult. Um, it, who cares? And, you know, by the way, uh, she's doing wonders for NFL viewership. After all the taking knees and, and stuff and people saying they were tuning out of the NFL and stuff, they've, they've stopped doing that. They've they've stopped the wokeism. They've just gotten back to playing the football. Now you got Taylor Swift showing up at the Kansas City Chiefs games who aren't doing as great as they've done in the past but doing okay, and suddenly they're going to make it about uh, carbon emissions. These people are beyond parody. I hope she's finally found some, like, like dude to finally get me. You know, if – Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey got married and she had kids. You will see the biggest baby boom in this country's history since World War II. You know it's true. Now, we got to move on. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. They want your cell phone business, y'all. If you go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric and move your cell service, you get guaranteed great service in return. You can keep your same cell phone number, and then they take a portion of their profits derived from you, and they contribute to the conservative movement. One of the th projects they've been doing is funding conservative parents running for school boards around the country, and they've had a great track record in doing so. And they need your business to be able to grow their profits to be able to do that. All you got to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric today. Move your cell phone service to Patriot Mobile. If you want to call them and do it, uh, do it over the phone, you can call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. You get free activation with my name. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service, and as their profits grow, they're giving to the conservative causes you care about grow. It's a great way to compound your giving to the conservative movement, and you get great cell service. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, and you can put in your address. They'll zoom straight to your house and show you how good the 5G, the data, the voice is. You, you zoom out. You see everywhere you go how great their service is, and it is great service. Patriotmobile.com slash Eric or 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. Get free activation with my name. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. All right. This is where I make a lot of you mad. Uh, and this is where I say up front, I'm, I'm not going to waste my time with, with calls from people on this topic. When you get mad and you want to call in and yell, um, I, I'm, I, I'm a, a reasonable person I'd be happy to take. But at this point, I, I don't find any of this stuff very reasonable. I, I find it an annoyance. On Friday, a federal jury found that Rudy Giuliani uh, committed defamation against two election workers in the state of Georgia. One's name is Ruby Freeman. I forget the other person's name. Giuliani and others accused these women of changing votes to help Joe Biden in Fulton County, Georgia. It was not true. They did not do that. There's no evidence they did that. There's no proof they did that. Investigators actually looked into the claims and dismissed them. Republican-backed investigators looked into it, not just Democrats. Everything was dismissed about these two women, but these two women were harassed. Uh, they were threatened. They were vandalized. Their homes all because people who support Donald Trump claimed that they had 
participated in stealing the election. And one of the people who did so with his platform is Rudy Giuliani. And Rudy Giuliani will now have to pay them upwards of $150 million, much of it in punitive damages. I think that the... uh, the, the amount of money is excessive, and Giuliani will be able to bring it down on appeal. I think it's just, it is it is excessive, even given the circumstances, it's excessive. But the underlying decision is not wrong. He did defame them. I've seen conservatives, well, I shouldn't say conservatives, I've seen people on the right come out and say, this is free speech. This is free speech. You're getting punished for free speech in this country. No, you idiots. You're not getting punished for free speech. You're getting punished for lying. There has never, ever, 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 never, ever, never been permission under the rules of free speech to lie about private citizens. You can lie about public officials, and as long as there's no malice there, you can get away with it. But for a private citizen who is not in the public eye, who's just doing their job, if you lie about that person, you suffer the consequences. Now, every sane person in the world knows this. I saw Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA try to say, Van, or what is Alex Jones is punished a billion dollars because of his free speech. Alex Jones was not punished with a billion dollar fine for his free speech. Alex Jones lied about the parents and children at Sandy Hook and then tried to hide the money from the families so he didn't have to pay them. That's not free speech. He lied. He slandered those families. He caused people to put upon them and burden them and challenge them and harass them. Alex Jones is paying for the consequences of his lies, and Rudy Giuliani is as well. And if you can't understand that you don't get to go on a big pulpit and lie about other Americans and not have to suffer consequences, you're not a smart person and probably should surrender your voting card and probably stop procreating because you're polluting the gene pool with stupid people. I mean, the fact of the matter is, for the entirety of our republic's history, lying is not considered free speech. You get to make the consequences of it. You can say whatever you want, but if you slander or defame someone, you can get punished for it. And Rudy Giuliani is getting punished for lying about these two women, causing them to suffer harassment and other things. Normal people do understand this, but some people's brains have been broken in the past few years. They're like, oh, Rudy Giuliani getting punished for free speech. No, he's not getting punished for his free speech. He's getting punished for defaming someone. Alex Jones is not getting punished for his free speech. He's getting punished for defaming people. What Alex Jones did, any moral person, any person who claims to be a person of faith should be appalled at what Alex Jones did. And it's interesting to me to see the number of people like to peddle peddle Christianity and say, oh, I'm a Christian and blah, blah, blah. But Alex Jones, he's being punished for, for free speech. No, he's not, you liar. Get thee behind me, Satan. You know those parents were accused of, and the the dead children, being accused of being actors, that it was a false flag. There are crazy people in this country, thanks to people like Alex Jones, elevating the conspiracy theory, who believe that those children did not die. Some of those parents were harassed by others who believed Alex Jones. And they sued Alex Jones 
and they got a lot of money, and now he's working to not have to pay them. I think Giuliani's, the, the $150 million or so is excessive, and it will be reduced on appeal, but he lied about those women. He did it last week in the middle of the trial at a press conference. And I, I just, I think at some point someone, his family or someone needs to intervene and challenge his competence. I don't know that Giuliani is competent at this point. But I don't think it's a coincidence that on the day this verdict came out, a number of right-wing Trump sites started pushing rumors and stories that Governor uh, Brian Kemp of Georgia has notified the Secretary of State in Georgia of invalid votes. Here's a tweet from Friday at 4.07 p.m. after the Giuliani verdict broke. Breaking. Georgia Governor Kemp's legal staff has notified Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger that 17,852 invalid 2020 votes were counted in Fulton County, Georgia alone. A public meeting will be held next week at the Georgia State Capitol building. This is not true. Cody Hall, Governor Kemp's spokesman, said uh, there's more validity to Bigfoot being real than this. This isn't true. And a number of QAnon spokesmen and conspiracy theorists, uh, Trump supporters and others, they've been circulating this, saying that this is coming. There will be a public hearing that 70,852 invalid 2020 votes have been counted in Fulton County alone. Now, remember, Rudy Giuliani was uh, found liable for defaming Ruby Freeman and someone else claiming that they in Fulton County had rigged the election for Trump. Now, here comes this report about Fulton County, Georgia, and these invalid votes. It's not a coincidence that this story, they pushed it after Giuliani because what they're trying to do is, one, distract from Rudy Giuliani being found liable for defamation, and two, bolster in some way, shape, and form in people's minds that Giuliani is a victim of a system out to get people. That here, Brian Kemp has discovered these votes it probably was them that's the, the implicit tie-in to all this stuff that it coming at the same time. None of it's true. What's true is that these women are victims. Governor Kemp's staff has not notified Brad Raffensperger of 17,852 invalid 2020 votes. And it's based on the idea that allegedly there are four, there are 10 voting machines in Georgia that counted 17,852 votes and there's no evidence of it. There, there's no proof of it. Uh, they, th these machines don't exist. It's like, oh, these machines don't exist, but the votes you know, those votes don't exist either. But if you've gone down the rabbit hole, you're more likely to believe this lie than you are to believe the truth. And these people profit. But there's an undercurrent here I want you to understand. There's a lack of trust in our system, and these grifters, and they're grifters, they are preying on older people and gullible people for money. They push these stories out, and when nothing happens, when actually there is no public meeting, when actually there is no notification, when actually the parties involved deny it, they say, well, it's all part of a further conspiracy. And you should believe us, not them. You already know they're crooked and we're not. Believe us. 
And it lures people down a rabbit hole where the people are convinced the system is so corrupt that they need to upend the system. The people doing this really have it in their head that if they can destabilize the system to the point it collapses, that they can maneuver to be on top once the system collapses. It's all about collapse of the system. They are complicit in bringing about the collapse of the system. They wish the system to collapse because they're convinced. I mean, you hear it all the time. There are people, I got more guns and ammo than the other side. They really think that they can come out on top if they bring about the the destabilization of the system. And the way they're destabilizing the system is they're exploiting the fact that you don't trust the system because of the bad behavior of those in the system. And now they're amplifying a bunch of lies against the system that you know and you already don't trust people within our system of government. And so you'll believe the people on the outside who claim some sort of kernel of truth. There's a level of Gnosticism in it that if you follow these people, they will show you the path to true enlightenment. But actually what they've done is they've twisted the truth. And they've lied. But there are so many people so far down the rabbit hole, I pointed out the story, is it true? And I'm getting attacked by people for saying the story's not true. It legitimately is not a true story. Like, well, what about this? 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 I'm like, wait, 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 wait. The underlying story that Brian Kemp has notified Brad Raffensperger about these 17 some odd thousand votes that there's going to be a public hearing this week, it's not true. It is not true. Here's another tweet for, for, from a, another one. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp's legal team has formally notified Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger of recording and publishing factually false results concerning the 2020 presidential election to include 17,852 invalid votes from Fulton County alone. Notice of public meeting at the Georgia State Capitol building. All interested members of the public are invited to attend. Now, these people have themselves probably scheduled a room at the state capitol, which public groups can do to have this hearing, but it has nothing to do with the government. It has nothing to do with Raffensperger. It has nothing to do with Kip. It has everything to do with baiting you into funding their cause. All of this stuff, the way they're talking about Giuliani, the way they're talking about this, it's all designed to cause you to erode further trust in the system. But there's a side note here that has to be understood that people within government and people in the press, nobody trusts them. And because they have earned our distrust, people like this can profit from it. These people couldn't succeed if the bureaucrats, the people in the FBI, the people in the media, if they haven't earned our distrust to begin with. All these people are doing is they're building upon that distrust. Cracks were exposed in the system, and they've now shoved a lever into the system, and they're trying to, to, to make the cracks wider and maybe destabilize it and bring it down. It's a dangerous game they're playing. But they don't care about the consequences of it because it makes them money, and they have convinced themselves they'll come out on top. But all of you who believed there were problems with the election. And I've conceded there were problems with the election. It just wasn't these sorts of problems. The underlying story here that they're pushing is not true. 
So why should you believe them about the other stuff? I would just challenge those of you who are convinced the machines through the election to to Joe Biden, any of this stuff. One, ask yourself, why are we still talking about this in the end of 2023 headed into 24? And two, if they were wrong about this, and they are, what else might they be wrong about? And I would suggest they've been lying the whole time. Why? Because it's financially lucrative and puts them in some position where you trust them and in trusting them, you don't trust anyone else and you fund them. In the process, they've pulled you away from the truth. It's a very dangerous thing and it's happening more and more. At some point, there will be accountability in this life or the next. One of the groups committed to truth and conservatism is Americans for Prosperity. They are committed to limited government. They are committed to free markets and free people. They want you on their side. Americans for Prosperity goes around the country teaching people how to make a persuasive case for limited government. They make a persuasive case against Bidenomics and for the free market. Americans for Prosperity trains their conservative activists to be great door knockers, to go door to door, talking to neighbors, making a persuasive case for limited government, going to local governments, making a case, for example, for school choice, going to state governments, making a, uh, a case for deregulation and school choice. They want you on their side. For those of you in, in my home state of Georgia, they are fighting the good fight for school choice. Uh, they're a great group to get involved with. Go to americansforprosperity.org slash Eric today. They've got chapters in 36 states, over 4 million activists on their side. americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. Go sign up with Americans for Prosperity today. Be part of a movement bigger than yourself fighting for free markets and free people. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425, should you wish to be on the program. Uh, happy to have you. The United States Steel Corporation is being purchased by the Nippon Steel Corporation, the largest steel maker in Japan. That's right. Uh, $15 billion deal. This is breaking news. The companies announced the news of the purchase Monday. They say it will be an all-cash transaction at a value of $55 per share, making the total deal worth nearly $15 billion. As part of the agreement, U.S. Steel, founded in 1901 by Andrew Carnegie, J.P. Morgan, and Charles Schwab, will keep its iconic name and headquarters in Pittsburgh and all collective bargaining uh, agreements with the United Steel Workers Union will be honored. Now, hang on a second. Um, yep, okay. Um, so, I wonder if the United States government is going to step in on national security grounds. Um, it does make me kind of wonder whether or not um, they should. And, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thrown off by the, the as a part of the U.S. Steel, which was founded by Andrew Carnegie, J.P. Morgan, Charles Schwab was, I, 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 uh, I'm confused on that statement. Nonetheless, um, my question is, uh, given how much U.S. industrial policy has been to prop up the steel unions and, and the steel mills in the country in the industrial heartland, whether or not someone's going to object to this deal and try to scuttle it, but U.S. steel needs some help. Um, we'll see. 
This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. They are in Newton, Georgia. Don't let that deter you wherever you are nationwide. They can help your business grow. If you're buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, expanding a franchise, those are the deals they do. You need $250,000 or more, reach out to First Liberty. They might be able to help you. They do business with businesses nationwide. FirstLibertyGA.com. Tell them I sent you, FirstLibertyGA.com. When we come back, uh, the news at some point you would like to think will improve for Joe Biden, but today is not that day. It continues to get worse and worse for Joe Biden. To the point now, the Wall Street Journal is reporting Barack Obama is concerned that Joe Biden could lose to a convicted Donald Trump in 2024. That's how bad it is. And now the FBI has caught his brother in surveillance. You got the Hunter Biden situation. Uh, talk about the Annas Horribilis for Joe Biden, and we're not even talking about the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee chambers. Um, we, I gotta, I gotta talk to you about this stuff. The, the, the data out there for the Democrats is just brutal right now. Makes you wonder how long it's going to be until they replace Biden. Wonder if something happens over Christmas break. They start talking to each other. I'll take your phone calls as well. Eight seven seven nine seven three seven four two five. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.